You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum. I'm an intuitive oracle card reader and energy healer. Today, I'm going to be talking about a little bit more astrology. I kind of hinted at it in the last episode that was on the houses in astrology. And today I'm going to be talking about the axis of Taurus and Scorpio. So each of the astrological signs has an opposite. And when you look at them, they're directly across from each other on the chart and they form an axis. And usually within these axes, there's a theme or just similar things, even though they seem like polar opposites, um, they do have qualities that link them together. I'm not an astrologer, as I've said many times. And so anything that I'm talking about is from the variety of things I've read and watched and listened to. And recently, I've realized that for the last year, I have been like obsessed with like transformation. And I've been getting all kinds of cards, like I was saying before in my processing and endings episode. Um, about like the Phoenix rising. I've gotten it like five days in a row last week or the week before. Um, and I've been talking about shadow work, the number 13, all of these themes. And, you know, I've said this in the last episode too. Like I am amazed that it doesn't matter how many times I look at my birth chart or my human design chart, I can learn something new every time, depending on what I'm experiencing at the time. And it's like anything, like whatever your focus is, is what you're going to pick out of any resource that you're looking at. And so, like I was saying in the last episode, I've had spirit crumbs really like nudge me towards um, looking at astrology and human design again. And it's been since I've been thinking about how to help other people um, in their transformation and their spiritual development. And for me, Scorpio, when I was like younger and like thinking about it, Scorpio scared me so much. And I didn't know, I didn't learn my, like, I didn't get a birth chart, like a natal chart done when I was young. I just knew that I was like a Capricorn. That's kind of all I knew. And anything I heard about Scorpio sounded terrifying. So when I learned that I actually have some imp pretty important influences in Scorpio in my chart, I was like terrified i was like i'm not a scorpio and i started thinking it was like this scary negative thing but over the years i've come to actually realize how much i identify with my scorpio placements and even more so in the last few months so i was also thinking recently because i get very like nostalgic around Taurus season because my grandmother, um, as I said in the last episode, my grandmother on my dad's side passed away when um, 
was in my mid twenties, but I was close, very close with her growing up and her birthday is May was, is still May 9th. And that's always around mother's day. So I connect with my mom a lot in May. And then my uh, paternal grandfather passed away in May. So we've spent a lot of time as a family together in that month. Taurus is also, like I said, another influential time for me. And what's interesting is that I never really, even though I've seen it a million times, I've never really realized for myself how significant that axis is because they are polar opposites. I was like, I'm going to sit and just look at my chart and look at what stands out to me because that's how I do other people's human design readings. And I was like, I've never done that for myself um, based on current circumstances. So I pulled a few cards. And of course, that was one of the days when I got the Phoenix card and a couple other ones that indicated, like, I think I got the initiation card in um, the Rebecca Campbell Work Your Light deck. And I was like, you know what? This is interesting. So I looked at my chart and what really stood out to me was that I have two different examples of this axis in my chart. I know this might sound like a lot to anybody. I have to do like some more different astro astrology episodes, but what I wanted to focus on today is that in my chart, my fourth and fifth house are both um, in Taurus, and then my 10th and 11th houses are in Scorpio. And for me, what's interesting too is three out of the four of those houses are empty. I don't have planets in them. Um, so they tend to have uh, more ease. There's less baggage is kind of what I've read from like the multiple sources I've, I've looked at over the years is that like wherever you don't have planets, it's just more about the planet that rules that particular uh, sign. So that means I have two planets, uh, sorry, two houses where it's just Venus that rules over them more so than um, anything else. And then for Scorpio, the 11th house is what's empty. And that's for like friendships, which is in wishes and dreams, um, change. And for me, that's interesting because my 10th house, which is in Scorpio, has both of the Scorpio ruling planets as well inside of that. So not only is the 10th house in Scorpio, but Pluto and Mars are in there. So, and the 10th house is the house of careers and reputation um, and like your public image. And that's super interesting because um, as a Capricorn sun and rising, it already is kind of intense. Like when I meet people and how they see me being like very like authoritarian somehow um, and seeing me like super organized and like hardworking. And then I also have this intense Scorpio energy in the 10th house, which is ruled by Capricorn. So it's a lot of like, like heavy, heavy influences there. And because Pluto, um, as well as like Scorpio, obviously is very much about like transformation and death and rebirth. And then Mars is like action and ambition. Those are also like action and ambition is also very like Saturn in like the, you know, ruling and authority, which is Capricorn. So it makes a sense, makes sense why I have a lot of this like energy. I'm also a five one in human design. And um, again, we haven't talked about that much, but a five is like one of the energies it's in one of the higher lines and it tends to have like a lot of expectation projected on you as well. And then I was thinking to myself, like, okay, well, if Scorpio is in my career house, um, what 
other options could that be? Because I've never actually thought about what I wanted to do in terms of career and then looking at like astrology. I've always just kind of like followed the spirit crumbs and figured out where that led me. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to actually like investigate this. I know I've read it a million times, but I've always kind of taken it with like a grain of salt. I was like, why am I being called to do this right now? Again, with the spirit crumb, like it's just bugging me. Scorpio is like a water sign. There's also this um, idea that like also like um, being very intuitive um, and also being like a healer is something. And these are all things that have been coming up for me. And I never would have thought a year ago that healing would be something that I would be into because I hadn't really thought about it. I didn't like the idea of like hands-on healing, which I've talked about. Um, but this idea that also like having combining for me, it's the idea of combining the transformational quality of healing for other people. That's what's really resonated with me in the last while. And so I was like, wow, it's so funny that like I've, taken all this time to do lots of different things in my life but this is what it's led me to which really aligns with my birth chart and the fact that those are all very similar influences like they're all combined into one spot kind of like all of the Scorpio is in that like section and then with having the 11th house empty it's kind of a nice light energy next to that because it's about like communication, community. Well, it's about community and wishes and dreams. And it's not really blocked by anything. Like there's no baggage there. And because that's right before Sagittarius, it's kind of interesting because although there's nothing really intense about inside the 11th house, that one is at 29 degrees in Scorpio. And that is, um, so if you see the degrees that are beside each of your um, houses, or even where the planets are, um, that also is has a different significance, there's certain degrees that are more, um, more significant than others. And the 29th degree, because it's technically a 30th degree, it's the last degree before it switches to the next sign. Um, it's called the anoretic degree and it's known as like the fate degree or the peak. Um, I think I've seen it somewhere with like mastery or like your gift as well, or like what tests you. And it's known as also like a crisis or transformation point. And so for me, um, all that Scorpio energy in the 10th, we take a little break from the planets and the 11th house, but it's the degree of crisis in the uh, sign of crisis and it is just so funny but then it's also considered like a high degree of like spiritual transformation at that point because it's like the completion of Scorpio where it's like this inner transformation and then it leads into Sagittarius and for me the 12th house is packed as well because it's in Sagittarius, so that's also like a, a spiritual sign. The 12th house is uh, ruled by Pisces, um, which is a spiritual and intuitive sign. And then I have Saturn, Neptune, and Uranus in there. So that's a lot of um, influence again. So even though uh, the 11th house has no planets, it, it has a significant connection to Sagittarius, the following sign and so for me these are all things that are really 
making me realize that by following my spirit crumbs, even though I haven't really religiously looked at my astrology, following my spirit crumbs has really helped me stay in alignment. And so I was just trying to find a way to share that. And so I figured the easiest way is to just share my own personal exploration instead of trying to find a way to like explain that how you can find it on your own, which you can do. And then because we're in Taurus season right now, I was also looking at the fact that, like I said, there's no planets or anything in my fourth or fifth house. Um, and they're both ruled by Taurus. And what's interesting is that Taurus is ruled by Venus and that is like love art. And, um, it can be like money as well and beauty. And I have been studying art <laughs> and like connecting with nature, which is a Taurus, um, thing too, uh, as it's an earth sign. And that is something that's been really important to me. And those are areas of ease. And so like your fourth house is like usually ruled by cancer and it's about like home and comfort and, um, like emotional security and what means the most to you. And so for me, with that being ruled by Venus, like art and love and having beautiful things around me and that kind of energy is important. And then Taurus rules finances. So I guess like in a way, like that is that side of Venus, that side of like also accumulating money. And so for me, I think like, well, how would I want to make money if I was like making, like creating something and that's through art. And so all this time of me just following spirit crumbs and thinking like, I don't care what other people think if they think like art can't make you money or like, you know, spiritual stuff can't make you money. I... I've never done anything with the intention of trying to make money, even though I'm a double Capricorn. Um, I've always just followed what meant the most to me. And nature was one of those things as well. And being living somewhere near nature and I can go to the Arboretum, which I've talked about a lot. And I at least have like some green space outside my window. Um, and then the fifth house is, uh, is like children, adventure, romance. And because that's empty, those things are easy too. Like I have, I get along with kids easily. I um, am very open and very, as much as I'm not super adventurous, I do like when I learn something new or go on, go to a new place and experience something. So it's kind of interesting that that also is ruled by Taurus because that involves again, like the idea of like beauty and um, nature and love and all of those things and that's where I'm more adventurous as opposed to like the traditional Leo which is more um out there and expressive I tend to be more um about the artistic exploration and um I think that that's just interesting too because I do feel I'm, I'm very earthy in those areas as opposed to being more fiery like Leo even though I do have my moments because it, um, the fifth house is ruled by Leo but yeah I just wanted to talk about how there's that relationship between it and I, I've heard it described as I believe I think it was Oath Oracle that I heard talking about how the Taurus and Scorpio axis is um, connected to manifestation because Taurus is about the material plane and actually like accumulating resources, whether that's like finances or physical objects, having nice things. And then Taurus is like, sorry, and Scorpio is the inner transformation and 
the changes we need to make internally in order to align ourselves with that material um, plane. Friday, in my card pull Friday on concrete and crystals, where I was talking about how in Aries season, I have all these ideas and I'm all about like trying to do everything. And then it comes to Taurus season and I'm like, okay, I need to figure out what I need to keep, what I can actually do and what's practical and like what I need to let go of. And it's the same with like my material things now where I'm like, okay, I'm surrounded by stuff everywhere. I was in like this hoarding phase, trying to make sure I had enough stuff to work on from home for my art projects and now I'm like it's too much I need my place to look beautiful so I can actually feel comfortable and like enjoy it and I need to clean off my balcony and make room for myself to just sit and enjoy it and so I just wanted to bring that up and the other reason the other spirit crumb that led me to share this now and record this now is because we're in tourist season and tomorrow April 26th is the full moon in Scorpio. <laughs> so interesting because this urge to like purge and get rid of things and let go um, and prepare myself for like a new phase has come very much in alignment with um, this full moon in Scorpio. And so I just wanted to kind of like talk that out with you guys and realize like we all have different aspects of our chart and we can always be learning. And sometimes it's better to go into it just with the perspective of like, what do I need to know right now? What is relevant to me now? Because I've read all of these things before, most of them, and it just didn't resonate with me because I wasn't there yet. And the thing is, like, when you think about it, like a journey around the chart, like that's a lifetime thing, right? Like this is like, it's not just like your birth chart and then like you just magically have all of these things come together. It's a, it's a journey to find where these things fit into your life and how you can align yourself with them. And the more I do find that I'm following my spirit crumbs without really overthinking things too much is when I do tend to just align myself with these things naturally. And I would love to hear what experiences you've had where you've maybe done things a certain way and then looked later and seen in your chart, oh yeah, that actually does really resonate with how I um, how I do things or when things work out for me well, it is usually when I'm doing it in this way. Because like I was saying, like for me, the significance of the fifth house and the 11th house and the 29 degrees, like that degree of fate and transformation, those are both areas where I do feel when I, um, when I go with my instincts uh, and really dig in, like when I dig into like my shadow, Scorpio shadow work, but when I dig into like what means, like how I can transform uh, myself in order to help others and the community and really like figure out what my wishes are and what I really truly want. And then on the Scorpio, uh, sorry, on the Taurus side of it, in the fifth house, when I think about my art and how I really, really resonate with like being adventurous in my art. And I've always chosen materials that aren't popular. Um, those are where I, ex I exceed my own expectations and where I get recognition. And that goes to the 10th house. So like, you know, it's one of the major influences in Scorpio for me. Um, you know, that place of like public image and uh, reputation where I'm known is 
for like when I do sculptures using weird materials like concrete and paper pulp because no one else does that and I don't care so that really works for me it's something very weird where I just got very sure that that's what I wanted to do and then people notice that so just taking a look at your own chart I would be really interested to hear how certain houses or planets um, just those or different degrees maybe really resonate with how you naturally live your life. And then I'm hoping too um, that you'll be as excited as I am that I'm starting a series of interviews to start getting other people's spirit crumbs and to see how they are following them in order to get what they really want out of life. And so this idea of like the Taurus and Scorpio axis and manifestation i think that we always do like i've talked about in other episodes um i relate the uh, spirit crumbs to manifestation where we follow um follow them and end up getting what we really want or when we decide what we want we get led there through spirit crumbs so i look forward to seeing you in the next episode and have a great rest of your day Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs, or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.